0: You are listening to the ABC Business Show, and here are your hosts, Carrie, Elise, and MJ. Hello, and welcome to the ABC Business Show, where we help entrepreneurs make their dream a reality. Well, good morning, ladies. It is good to be back together again. How are you both doing?
1: Good. How are you, Elise? You were sick last week. Yes,
2: I have had um, allergies kicking in and knocking
1: me out. Oh, man, I know the rest of the country's freezing and we're all suffering from allergies because it's spring here,
0: (laughs) (laughs) right? Yeah, those allergies have been uh, getting me as well these last couple of weeks. So if I'm a little bit croaky, then that's why. So, Uh,
1: all
0: right, well, let's jump straight in. So we are excited to be in a new year. So we decided it was best to kick off about how to read your January financials. So, uh, you know, January is already gone. Can you believe that? Like the first month of the year is already behind us. So now you need to be looking at those January financials. So Elise is going to talk us through you know, how we need to be doing that, what we need to be looking for, et cetera. So uh, Elise, what's our quote for the day?
2: So our quote for the day is really stellar, and it's probably the one that should be for January, but it's rule number one, never lose money. Rule number two, never forget rule number one. That's Warren Buffett.
0: (laughs) I love that one. That is just so powerful. And uh, I think rule number two is the best. Okay, great quote. So as always, um, when Elise is talking, you know you need to have your pen and paper ready to be taking notes. So you can make sure you put into action what she is sharing. MJ, you look like you want to jump in right here.
1: (laughs) I really do. So Elise, you have to tell us why is the first month of numbers so different?
0: Well, I'd like to
2: start out with referring back to what Carrie was talking about in one of our podcasts. She was saying like new year resolutions, you know, that's what we're working with right now. And she says, you know, the gym is packed in January, February. It's back to normal. Well, you know, everybody's going through some changes and thinking about things, but businesses kind of are the same too because I'm going to be looking kind of just at January. We're using January, but what can you compare your January numbers to? So the toughest thing for a business owner to analyze what's going on is what do I compare it to? What do I look at for sure? Um, I've seen people take their January financial statements, look at it, go, huh, and throw them aside, whether it was a loss or whether it was just a little bit of profit or, you know, but it was just wasn't what they were interested in seeing that day. Possibly previous January, or maybe look at December, tough call, right? I mean, it's like, what do you do?
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes people people think as well, oh, it's just January. I don't have to start worrying about my numbers until later on in the year. They feel like they've got time to make up, make it up, Um, make changes. And it's like, no, like you have to start as you mean to go on.
1: No, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Exactly. Now, I'm going to be using
2: January um, as uh, our example for today. But keep in mind that many of our listeners are very familiar with businesses that have what is called fiscal year ends. They have year ends that are not calendar. And there are different types of businesses. But I just want to let you know, we're not going to focus on those. Um, We're going to focus on January because it's easier to think with. So the problem here, I just want to bring it up, is what should you compare January to? The solution is to create a procedure that you follow monthly to review your numbers. There's a lot of magic to creating a procedure. I just want, one of the things I want to do is I just want to keep it as simple as possible as always. There are two ways to use January numbers to make sure you're on track hitting your targets for this new year. First is to compare the numbers. Second, one is to compare ratios. So that's one, two. Make a note of both of those. And, um, you know, and we're going to dig into these a little bit more. If you just keep it simple and say, on my procedures, I'm only going to do two things. And so That keeps it simple.
0: So, so Elise, you know that I love procedures. So, I love that you've come up with a way to just help our listeners to do that. To, like you said, keep it simple and then do it every single month. It's a case of. Don't just do it in January or don't just wait till the end of the year. It's every single month thing. So what approach you know could a business owner you know make then?
2: Well, exactly. The first thing is to develop your procedures to follow. If you have certain things that you're going to do, actions you're gonna do, you just go down the list. You go, first I'm gonna do this, second, I'm gonna do this, third, I'm gonna do this, and boom, you're done in no time. So for instance. Like the first thing, get a date that your numbers will be ready. Talk to your bookkeeper, talk to the accounting department, and when are your numbers going to be ready? That's the first thing. You need a date. Then you let them know that you're putting on your calendar and blocking several hours out of your schedule to look at those numbers, meaning you want them on your desk before that day. But you're going to take plenty of time, block time to absorb the information, work out necessary changes. That you find and it puts you more in control of your business. The other thing to watch out for is there might have been some kind of major change in the market that happened after you did your budgeting and lined up the year, the new year or you may have had a major change in personnel and now you've got to do some revisions and stuff like that. So that's why I recommend several hours. So you can really, anything that changed, you're aware of. Now it's time to really focus And decide what you're going to do about those changes, whatever progress you've made so far on it fine great, but we're just looking at what needs to be looked at at this time. Keep in mind it's okay to revise your budget just make sure the change is big enough uh, to that makes a difference and MJ.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that. You're having them look at it every month because that's when we can catch things early. If we look at it at the end of every quarter or even halfway through the year, we don't have time to make the pivots that are needed in some of our businesses. So having that date with yourself every month and, and a structure to what and how you're going to look at it. So it's consistent is ideal. Yeah.
0: Well, you said like, you know, block several hours. You probably freaked out some of our listeners then like several (laughs) hours to look at my report. And I think the one thing is people think that they get their profit and loss, they get their balance sheet, they read it through, put it in a drawer, and that's it. They reviewed their numbers. But it's just like, no, it's like, you know, we always say to our clients, what are the numbers telling you? So I'm glad that you emphasised that it's, okay, you need to spend the time, that it's a priority in your business to really sit down and look to see what those numbers are saying. And don't just read it through and put it away, like really study it. And like you said, you're then looking at big picture of, okay, how is this affecting the rest of the business? So, um, so yeah, at least said several hours, but there's a reason for that is because you really have to know exactly what your numbers are telling you and what decisions, what changes do you have to make based on those? So yeah, don't read it through. And then I always used to have a boss that used to say, you know, file it in, I think he used to call it file 13. And I'm like, what's file 13? <laughs> it was the trash can underneath the desk. And oh, I'm like, no, no it's yes. like, don't put it that. So the time is the critical part. So,
1: yeah, I always heard the numbers tell a story. Yes, and they do. They I always do. tell a story. And if you don't set aside that time and really commit to a nice, like protected time slot where you don't have any interruptions to look at them, you can read the story.
2: Mm-hmm. That is so true. And that's um, a date I have often <laughs> with my clients. Because, you know, it is sometimes some little hidden things there. Um, And as, you know, financial statement gurus, we actually know how to interpret those numbers and um, can really help you analyze. Don't tell you what to do. I never tell my clients what to do. I always have them look and kind of figure out for themselves. But the one point I wanted to make sure is that sometimes when you do have something major occur, it's okay to tweak your budget. It is totally okay to revise your plans, your targets, and things like that. So don't feel like you're ever stuck into one rigid thing because what we're going to do is as you set up your procedure, it gives you the permission to change what you need to change in your business and so keep that in mind. If none of those things have occurred, just leave it alone and move on. There's a lot more to look at. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So. So at least let's give our listeners you know, some help. Like, What can the January numbers be compared to, you know, if you've got something where you can actually help them to know where to start with this? Because this might be a little bit overwhelming if this is something they haven't done before
2: you're right. You're actually, it it can be a little overwhelming. The only reason it's overwhelming is because looking at your numbers and getting the story that we've been talking about and getting the story sometimes is takes a little time. Once you do it several times, all of a sudden, it's not so overwhelming because you're now understanding your numbers. I often tell business owners, I said, your focus is on your production area. Let's do this for a year. And all of a sudden you're going to be doing my job. Mm. And it's amazing how I've seen, I even had one client. I mean, literally out of all the clients, I've had one that actually started doing his tax estimates and showing them to me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Am I right? That's awesome. You know, that brought to mind um, a habit that I have a lot of the business owners that I coach do, and that is to keep almost a diary of things that happened in their business for that month. So they, while they're looking at their numbers, they always have a note section and they might talk about those major changes because... Eight, 10 months down the road, you don't remember when those things happened. And so if you had a a staff change, you'd put down, this person was terminated on this date. Or if you laid out um, a bunch of money in a new marketing effort, you want to know exactly when that marketing piece hit so that you can then see whether or not it gave you a return on your investment. So as you look at your numbers and you have this time set aside, make notes. It's almost like a diary. This is what happened. We closed for COVID for six weeks in Q1, right? Those are important facts that are going to affect your numbers. That's a great idea. I love that.
2: That is perfect. And I just want to let you know that MJ after a year and a half goes by, I shred my change sheets. I have a sheet that I fill out on a weekly basis that goes over all the changes that occurred that week. Maybe I'll, you know, put something together for, you know, at some point in time, we can share something like that. Yeah. And, um, so let's kind of swing back to um, some examples of what you can do. Now, these are typical examples you might have to learn, get some help. Your coach, yeah. your awesome bookkeeper, your CPA, your financial person. Um, but it really needs to somebody be someone that really understands financial statements and can extract the story with you. Yeah. And so... When you're looking at your change sheet and the person you're working with ask a question and say, see how this number changed? And you go, yeah, that's because of blah, because you have it on your change sheet. You have your diary. And so the first thing that makes it kind of easy is to compare it to your budget. You take those numbers, you compare it to your budget using some of our guidelines that we talked about earlier. Um, You wanna see what's up and what's down. That's it, just keep it simple. What's up, what's down. It'll start, um, and then those that are neutral numbers that are kind of the same, just leave it alone, just go on by. Now, remember your budget typically is an annual and you wanna make sure that you're comparing month. I would hate for someone to take their monthly and compare it to an annual budget and go, "Would this makes no sense. That's right. So you really <laughs> want to make sure. We have got so got... much money to spend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what do we do is we go with you? You've got to be make sure you're comparing oranges to oranges, not apples to oranges. We use oranges in Florida, by the way. <laughs> we don't go apples to apples, oranges to oranges. So anyway, compare it to your budget and just make sure you're looking at the monthly. Just note what's up and down. And then the other thing we want you to check is your cash position. How much cash is sitting on your bank statement? That would be, I mean, not your bank statement. It would be on your balance sheet. That amount is the exact dollar amount you had in the bank at the end of the month. Not today. That's where you stood. So it's one thing we like about the balance sheet. It draws a hard line. This is the number as of that date, not some other date, not February 1st, not December, but January 31st. And that number right there, how does it compare to your cash target? We had talked about that before is, you know, having your target set for what position you want to keep your company in on the cash basis side. So check your cash position. Is it on target? Are you happy with it? Go through, come up, write up some couple of questions that you want to address that you can look at, and then ask yourself, okay, why did this happen? We're back to the numbers again. Yep. Okay, so double check your to compare to your budget. Now, what you could do is compare it to your best prior year month. You can go back to your prior year, find your best month. That's why you don't put things in 13. So you want to go back and you want to find your best month. Look at them. Go back and look at all twelve months and pick one that you think was stellar. You, when you looked at it, you remembered that month as being awesome, a lot of profit, cash in the bank, beautiful. <laughs> Compare there. How do you stand? So what's up? What's down? What changed? Get awesome. a feel. And then what's your
0: theme. last? What's your last example then for our listeners?
2: And then the last one is ratios. Ratios are the, I call it the diamond in the rough. Ratios are the diamond that really tells a better story. I actually, in the manufacturing industry, ratios are their diamond. They thrive on ratios because they understand how they relate to the numbers. And then, um, so ratios compared to your budget, you just run these comparisons to get a good feel for how things have been moving for the month.
0: Yeah. And I think if ratios are something that totally overwhelm you, or if there's something that you haven't you know, looked into before, because you've just compared numbers to numbers, then you definitely talk to your accounting professional so that they can walk you through. So you can understand them because when you understand your ratios, they tell you so much, but if you don't know what they're telling you, then it can be you know, confusing. So awesome. So that was four great examples that can really help our listeners to uh, you know, see what's going on, know what's going on. And even though we said this is January, this is something that needs to happen every single month.
1: Okay. That's and awesome. I have a, a, there's some of our listeners that may not have heard the term ratios before. So in a short little definition or example, could you bring that?
2: Well, it's it, number people taking numbers and comparing them to another number. Is a ratio. So, for instance, if I take cost of goods, what it costs you to operate and generate your sales, and I take that number over sales, I get a ratio. Perfect. I get a percentage. So ratios are percentages. So we're looking at percentages. Um, If you can do percentages on your budget. So you have your budget in numbers and then you can run a column of percentages as well.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. So, you know, we talked a lot about taking time out to look at the numbers, analyze them, meet with professionals to help us to figure out if we're on track, if we're not. Did we forget about the one thing? Should we throw that in here at least? (laughs) (laughs) Great point, MJ.
2: I totally agree. The most important thing to focus on is your one thing for January. Did you do it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is when it all begins every month. If you can stop the chaos that is around you and take an hour out or 2 hours out to look at your numbers, compare the ratios, do all of that due diligence, make the notes on the change sheet, then you're going to be so much better off going forward. The reality is most business owners have such a whirlwind around them. They don't take the time to work on their business this way. So, you know, that's why we bring it back to the one thing, because really it is sitting down, taking time, to focus on the priority of the business. You can do a business, you can roll along with your business month after month after month. And if you're not strategic in what you're doing, then it's not going to improve. You can't do the same thing. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same things over and over and expecting what? a different result and it's not going to happen. So understanding the priority that is going to move your business forward. And the key to that is really understanding what drives the business to begin with. So take that time for yourself, make it your one thing to sit down, look at your numbers every month. Absolutely. A lot of great
0: information there. So thank you, Elise. So uh, like we said, if you didn't have your pen and paper ready, then go back and listen over to this podcast again. Uh, it's just 15, 20 minutes. So, you know, you can make that time to learn what you need to do as, when it comes to looking at your financials to have a huge impact on the rest of your year. So, as always, we end with our tip for the week. So, Elise, what is our tip for the week?
2: So, the tip of the week is committing to a monthly procedure to look at your numbers is how you achieve running your business not it running you.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so true. There's so many people out there that are just being run ragged by their business and instead of being in control. So lots of great information there. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Next week, we'll have MJ. And she is going to talk about what makes you the most money in your business. And you're probably thinking like, well, I already know that. But do you really know that? So definitely tune in next week to listen to MJ's take on that. And don't forget, if you have not liked us and followed us on our Facebook page, then please go check us out there, the ABC Business Show. And also, please go ahead and subscribe to um, the podcast on Spotify and Apple to make sure you don't miss a single episode. So thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. You have been listening to the ABC Business Show with Kerry, Elise and MJ. Make sure you tune in next week.